Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. We are live on Real Presence Radio, coming from Minot, North Dakota. We're here with co-host Father David Richter. And uh, Father, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Lori? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. well welcome to St. John the Apostle Church. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you like to start us out with a blessing of uh, prayer this morning, Father? Certainly. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Good and gracious Father, we praise you. We bless you. We th- we thank you and glorify you. We ask that our conversations today, Lord, would be guided by your spirit and that all who are listening would experience the love you are showering upon them today. And we ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you. That was very beautiful for a beautiful day. <laughs> and on this day we were just visiting, we are in the Feast of the Transfiguration. Yes, yes, today is the the great feast of the Transfiguration where uh, the apostles, the chosen three on Mount Tabor saw uh, the Transfiguration or the revealing of Jesus' glory with Moses and Elijah, so in the voice of the Father. Don't you ever wish you would have been there? Well, I can't wait. I've been on Mount Tabor, but oh, there really? was not the, no, no. it wasn't at the Transfiguration. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I want to see the, all the glory. I can't wait. Yeah. You know, we have a special guest with us today. His name is Father Bryce Lundgren, and he had a little transfiguration in life. It's quite quite an uh, path that he followed. Yeah, it it sounded like uh, quite a, a a transformation of God revealing uh, His desires for him and yeah. him uh, uh, courageously, as uh, all cowboys do, follow uh, the the path less tra- traveled. So, yeah. Good good morning, Father Lundgren. Are you there? I am here. How are you guys? Good. Can you hear us okay this morning? I can. You bet. Okay. Well, welcome. Uh, yeah. Father David Richter is here. Um, he, uh, you and him are almost kind of getting close to related. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we about have a connection. Yeah. Yes, Excellent. Well. Yeah, I know your brother Mark down here, and here you're coming to Gillette soon, so I uh, hope to meet you then, too. Sounds great. Look forward to it. You bet. Yeah, I I read uh, that you uh, had the funeral of a priest friend that I know that you knew well, Father Beavers down there. Um, and he was uh, my he's my hero. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. He was for a yeah, lot he's of a people. Good guy. That was a that was a super honor for uh, to get to lay him to rest and to do it in a 
Catholic cowboy way. Yeah, I, I saw some of those pictures. Uh, it was that's amazing, and and I had forgotten. You know, I come from the farm, but I forgot about that cowboy way where you put the boots backwards and the stirrups and mm-hmm. put the hat on the saddle. That was that's a beautiful, beautiful pictures, mm-hmm. beautiful funeral. Well, yeah, Father, um, f- yeah, it was Father Lundgren. Um, you kind of uh, you're a, a cowboy at heart, and you like old Chevys and you ride <laughs> horse. <laughs> you're you're called Buck and Roy, I hear. <laughs> rodeo Roy. <laughs> oh, Rodeo Roy. Sorry. Oh my gosh, I messed that up. I was I was practicing not to say it wrong. <laughs> rodeo Roy. But but you do ride the Bron- the Bronx, don't you? The Bronx horses. You know I have, and I well, I just started that this year. I, yeah, I, I mean I've been cowboying in one way or another all my life. You know, I mean, not in all these heavy degrees, but, um, but yeah, I, Father uh, David mentioned the desire, following these desires of your heart. All right, and my heart's been a desire to ride Saddle Bronx, so this year I took it up, right? And um, so, yeah, I booked three times, uh, one in Hewlett, one on the 4th of July in Tinsley. That was my granddaddy of them all. And then in uh, here in Campbell County Fair, um, I rode Ranch Brock. So I got booked off each time. I ain't going to lie. But it was great. It was <laughs> awesome. It was fun. And I'm probably moving on. So Yeah. Well, well, uh, you probably won't move too far. Are you going to keep riding with your saddle on the back of your motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at so one of your, awesome. watched one of your blogs. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, no, that's good stuff, right? Yeah, it's just, uh, no, I'm going to keep riding darn right. Um, so like I yeah. say, life is a rodeo. You get bucked off, you get back on again. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about this blogging that you do. Um, people are, yeah. are really drawn to it, I hear. You, yeah, you have, I one of them so. is the common, the common lure that the devil uses to get us off our game. Talk, talk a little yeah. bit about that. that well, it's one post. Um, yeah. Um, what if? Those are the two words the devil uses most commonly to get us off our game. Yeah, whatever. So the blog. Okay, I had this, how it came about. Um, COVID world, we weren't celebrating masses, so we were doing some little talks on Facebook. I did a few. And I was like, I'm not just going to sit down in the pulpit and speak. So I just started busting out, standing by my truck, getting on my horse, things like that. Okay, we're back in here, and so we're not doing any more of those spots. But a lot of people are like, hey, where's Father Bryce? Where's Father Bryce? All right, so what can I do? I don't do social media, but I do like blog. I like journalism, uh, stuff like that. So we started the blog. It is called wyomingcatholiccowboys.blogspot.com. It's kind of long and drawn out. trying to kind of mainstream that a little bit. But anyway, so... Look at WyomingCatholicCowboys.blogspot.com. And it's just a way of highlighting, not me. No, cowboys live in their faith. But, and, I'll, and I'll let my light shine, too. But, man, it's just putting, it's putting flesh on the face. And yeah. there's guys all over that are doing that. And I want to encourage other men, primarily women as well, but um, that they can do it. It can be done. Um, it, you don't have to change who you are to 
be a disciple of Christ. In fact, as I say, Catholicism is about being fully human. Okay? So those are some of my driving force into doing what we do. And we're having fun, darn it. That's what this world needs a lot more of right now, a little bit of lightheartedness. So, yeah, check it out. It's awesome. It's fun. Father Bruce, or Bryce, I mean, sorry, uh, Father Bryce, uh, I, I like what <clears throat> what you're saying, and um, I actually uh, just last weekend spent a, a few days with my nine brothers and my dad, and uh, yeah. one of the conversations we got into was um, uh, living as a disciple is living in our present reality. And that's where God's will God's will is found in our present circumstances. And I, I think in maybe not in those words, but what I heard you say and what I've seen on your blog is is encountering people in their reality um, and helping them to see that uh, it, it's not just humdrum. It, it's actually being aware of God in the midst of our our normal everyday life. And that when things don't go our way, it doesn't mean that it's not God's will, but that he wants to do something, even if it doesn't go the way we want. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's down and dirty. It's, that's raw and real, as I say on the blog. I mean, yeah, it's real life. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I agree with everything you said. But I, 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 like, I love discipleship. That's where it is. But discipleship is not the end. It's a means to an end. So right. I say um, discipleship is the vehicle that leads to holiness. Holiness is the end in this life. Right? I think that's as close as we can get in this life. Being holy. That's the Second Vatican Council battle yeah. cry. And what is holy? Holiness. I just say simply, holiness is being fully the men and women God has created us to be. It looks different on Father David, it looks different on Lori, it looks different on me, it looks different on everyone. That's where discipleship yeah. is so crucial. And and yet we're all called to holiness, right? And Amen. Uh, so, Amen. So speaking of, of uh, your call, I, I saw some bits and pieces, but could you share a little bit of your journey, how you came to be a priest in, uh, yeah. in a... Yeah, I'd be sure. honest. It's it's uh, you know everyone's journey is unique. I suppose mine is too. I, I was thinking, I've been ordained a priest for two years. So I'm not like I don't have like all this experience under my belt. Um, but I have um, been like drop the nets or leave the nets, following the Lord for 15 years. Um. So it's been a long journey of, of discipleship, learning, and stuff. And that, I grew up in Worland, Wyoming, graduated high school in 98, um, moved to Montana, worked for my uncle up there. Okay, super crucial point in my journey was that first Sunday I woke up on my own, and I thought to myself, hmm, I guess it's up to me whether I want to go to Mass or not. And I, I no longer got that thought out of my head, and my uncle, who's my godfather, Knocks on my door and says, let's go to Mass. I went to Mass. And I mean, I'm so thankful for that moment in my life where I didn't stumble in my faith, where so many people stumble 
spend the rest of their life trying to get back on their feet. So I'm so thankful for that moment. Um, from there, it was just kind of this gradual progression in faith, going to Mass, and praying a little bit more. Um, found myself going to daily Mass, uh, praying a little bit more. Things like 9-11 hit kind of make you think in a, from a different perspective. Um, and so the opportunity to, to really give my life to the Lord um, in a concrete way came up, and I started discerning the priesthood. Took a little stab at it. All I wanted to do was get married. So the Lord put this little girl in my life, followed her up to her daddy's ranch in Great Falls. Um, <laughs> ranched up there for a few years. And that, and that was so awesome. I loved that so much. But, um, you know, uh, we were a different faith. She was Lutheran. I was Catholic. And, uh, and that really caused me to learn more about my faith. Okay, why do we believe what we believe? And so, okay, I'm not a big reader. Um, Lord, please help me. He turned me on to Catholic Radio and Great Falls. And, man, I drank that up. Holy cow. And it was like Dale and Hayes. Listen to the radio. Stand outside the track. It was like my arms were there. being set free by the truth. Um... Okay, so that's where I'm at. I'm praying more, praying more, wanting to do the Father's will, whatever that may be. Learning more about the priesthood, what it means to be a priest. And um, and then the Lord basically just blew it open one day and says, I'm calling it a priesthood. And, you know, so I, I took that step. Um, you know, I took a while to discern where, when, how, what, all that. But in the end, I was able to uh, enter seminary. Canada, that's where I... Oh. All right, that's where the door is open. Father? Father? Yeah. Yep. Father Brace. The yeah. Going to take a short okay. break. Okay. And uh, we will let you finish and continue this story after the break. Uh, if you're just joining us, this is Lori Leffer. And with my co-host, Father David Richter, at St. J- Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. If you have ever been through the hell of deep darkness and suffering, like the suicide of a loved one, do you know that your experience may be helpful to someone else? I'm Father Chris Alar. Mercy is defined as a particular mode of love that when love encounters suffering, it does something about it. 
And when you exercise the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, you are truly loving your neighbor. Jesus said, when a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with an abundance of graces that it cannot contain it within itself, but radiates them to other souls. Let us show you how to be that radiator and find healing for yourself in the process. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Well, welcome back. Um, We are live with Father Bryce Lundgren, and he is down in Wyoming. And we are up here in Minot, North Dakota, bringing you Real Presence Radio. And if you would like to uh, share this with uh, people, if you're just tuning in, you can check us out on yourcatholicradiostation.com or go to our wonderful handy app and add that to your phone or any um, device that you're working Uh, working on and listen to us at the same time that you're working or cleaning or staying in the protection of COVID. Father David. All right, Father Bryce, um, if you would uh, kind of bring us to the completion of your call to the priesthood, and then after that, I will have another question I want uh, uh, you to elaborate on. You bet. Thanks. Yeah, so, okay, I was given the opportunity to enter seminary. I did four years at Mount Angel Seminary. It's a Benedictine monastery south of Portland. That was beautiful. Um, that's where I really kind of learned to go deep in prayer, like really in contemplative prayer encounters with the Lord. So that was huge. From there, I did four years of kind of theology there in Denver, St. John Vianney. That was awesome because that was, that was kind of real life, um, real life, parish life, priesthood, how it looked. But one of my probably biggest turning moments in seminaries when I did a summer program at the ITF, the Institute for Priestly Formation in Omaha, Nebraska, and what's really their, their kind of whole program is Beloved Sonship, right? So I really tapped into this motto of mine that is the priest God wants me to be is the man he created me to be. And so the Lord pulled me off the ranch. That wasn't just random. Um, that's who I am. And so then I tapped into those kind of natural parts of me and incorporated that both in the seminary and then now into the priesthood. Um, it really also taught me to tap into those desires of my heart 
um, that those are the Lord's calling. So what I say now, when I say, Lord, I desire to do your will, I hear him say, your desire is my will. Okay? Um, so tap into those desires. In that desire was a desire to be a priest for Wyoming. And long story short, that happened. So um, I was done with seminary in 2016. Did a little bit of um, pastoral a uh, couple years here in Cheyenne, just to kind of, or the Diocese of Cheyenne. And then was ordained a priest on the Feast of the Sacred Heart in 2018. And now I serve... In Gillette, Wyoming, Campbell County, and Frick County, um, St. Matthew's here in Gillette, and then we go up to Hewlett, Moorcroft, and Wright as well. So that's up to date. Excellent, excellent. Uh, thanks for sharing that. Um, I, I think I saw that you and I had a similar experience, um, and I want to open that up a little bit. Um, I've always found it was at the week day mass not the weekends the weekends were usually where we would watch our brothers to see how many times they messed up serving and uh, the big events there was so much going on but at the daily mass the quiet simple daily mass that didn't last an hour hour and a half but was very intensely personal uh i i believe that's where people fall in love is in that kind of simple ordinary rather than the big uh celebrations and and w how was that for you well it was a game changer um yeah i mean indispensable i started going there and just probably explaining 2002 and having it back i mean yeah i can't say enough about it i mean uh, it is. It's everydayness. It's um, getting up and going to mass. It's um, not the fireworks, um, but it's real. And you see grace transform you. So you say grace can move mountains, but it takes a while. It's like a glacier. It takes a while. And over time, you just see the effect that it has on your life. I'm like, oh, this is good. I'm going to keep it up. Um, so I can't say enough about it. I've yeah, that's, that's the coolness about being a priest. I used to very mass every day. I don't have to hunt down a church. <laughs> <laughs> so, Father Brace, this is Lori. You, um, it seems to be that daily mass is what keeps your fire burning, that it doesn't go down to just a spark. Because God asks us in the Bible, Jesus says that, um, he doesn't want us to be lukewarm. He wants us to be on fire. And it sounds like um, you do that, and you transfer that over to your parishioners. Uh, it, it, from speaking to you and hearing that people want you to do more blogging and follow you, um, they they hunger for that, I think. Yeah, okay. So, yes, daily mass, but more in particular the Eucharist. So we can't all, not everyone can make it to daily mass, okay? But, um, so we have a little priestly fraternity, six of us young priests down here. And we've made a commitment, and it's the, it's the pillars of our fraternity. Um, well, for us particularly, it is a daily holy hour and a daily rosary. That's for us. But for everybody, the Eucharist and Mary 
are are just like the pillars that we can stand on. You know, however that looks in your life. Uh, for me, yeah, daily mass. It's also a holy hour in front of the blessed sacrament every day. And not everybody can do that. So, yeah, I would just boil it down to you, Chris, and Mary. Um, you got those, you're, you're standing on solid ground. And, uh, Father, in speaking with you when uh, we're speaking before the live show here, uh, you had mentioned to me at one point that in your discernment, you felt like St. Paul getting knocked off your horse and answering the call. Um, is I, I hear in your voice and, and in the, the fire in your heart that that is what you want to transfer over to every person that you meet. And it's how how would you how do you um, uh, how do you explain that to your parishioners? Um, listen, listen to God. Be be silent. Take that time, and say, "Who is there? How how can we do that in our daily lives?" Great question. Okay, I, I refer to that moment of me being called to the priest and me. Counting the Lord in prayer and Him calling me to the priesthood. That's what I relate to St. Paul. It's not so much a massive conversion, but a call. That call that St. Paul experienced on that road to Damascus um, fed him throughout his entire ministry. That encounter I had with the Lord in prayer back on November 24th, about 9 a.m., 2007, um, continues to feed me this day. See, that's what encounters with the Lord will do. That's the call. Today's the Feast of the Transfiguration. What's the battle cry? Listen to Him. All right. It's so crucial for everyone. Not just priests, for everyone. We need to pray. We need to take time to pray. Okay, this is where I'm going to put a little plug out for what we're going to do. Um, I'm big on prayer. I love contemplative prayer, but it's kind of hard to do outside of the monastery. So, um, what I do love is Ignatian Discernment of Spirits. I think that's just a really practical guide for the prayer for everyone. And it's, it's rational, it's logical. So we're going to do this fall, we're going to start going through, it's called Father Gallagher's book, um, Ignatian, uh, Ignatian Discernment of Spirits for Everyday Living or something. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to have the inspiration to, to do that. Some boys down in Wright want to do it. So we're going to do that. We're going to start on September 13th, the Sunday after Labor Day. And I'm going to live stream that. And everyone, whoever wants to tap in, can, um, can tune into that and journey on this journey with us as well to learn, to discern the spirits coming to our hearts, to learn to listen to that voice of God in our hearts, that call. And uh, and there's there's a systematic approach to it. St. Ignatius nailed it. So um, look for that on the blog. If you guys are interested, you can tap in and journey with us on that as well and really just uh, learn to tap in to those desires of our hearts, those callings that the Lord does for us in everyday living. Father Bryce, uh, that St. Ignatius is great. Uh, 
Uh, I uh, didn't have the privilege of going to IPF as a seminarian. I was looking for something like that, but in 2008, I did a 30-day retreat down at Creighton. And uh, the, 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 the beauty of, of St. Ignatius's rules to help give clarity, uh, to hear his voice, to discern what it is that God is, is calling us to do, and as you put it so well, he's not calling us to become St. Paul, but to be uh, Father David Richter uh, and, and, and like St. Paul, simply wanting to please him in the person that I am. And, and so this is exciting that um, you're doing this, and I encourage you to continue with it because when people's get to see and hear and have that help to really discern. Uh, I do a lot of spiritual direction and, and helping people. And when they have a clarity, when they find that without being told what to do, but instructed in how to learn and follow God, that's freeing for them and life-giving. And so um, I, I I just encourage you to do that and, and to... Uh, uh, I hope you get hundreds and thousands of people to join in. Well, well thanks, and and I've been we've been kind of praying with this, but that even just that little bit of it just kind of come up this morning. Like, okay, here's more concrete way to do it. So I just I'm happy to to share with with the listener and see where it goes. But kind of follow us on the blog. Um, that's where. You know, we'll kind of promote this or whatever we're doing. It's, it's so fun. Um, again, it's WyomingCatholicCowboys.blogspot.com. And, um, yeah, I'm just so thankful for uh, the Lord and the way he's got in my life, but then also being able to share that with you guys and everyone. So it's been beautiful. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, Father Brace Lundgren, would you give us your blessing quickly? Yeah, I'd be honest. Father, I just thank you for this time I spent to glorify you. I just pray that you blow, pour out your blessings, your grace upon all these, your sons and daughters, that they may truly be fully the men and women you've created them to be. And may Almighty God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father Lundgren. And your website or your blog is wyomingcatholiccowboys.blogspot.com. So everyone that's tuning in, uh, share with everyone around you. Uh, Father Brace is just on fire, and he does have some words of wisdom. He is a true cowboy in the true priesthood with the, the truth um, just flowing out from him in, in the glory of God. Thank you so much, Father. And uh, we will be uh, coming back after a break with a wonderful deacon who also has um, words of wisdom for us, Father David, in this time of hurt. And uh, he has a title that he has been um, writing about, which is, What we need most now is mercy, God's love where we're hurting. Absolutely. Uh, it's beautiful 
uh, a topic that we will listen to the good deacon share with us. And Father Bryce, thanks for your time, and uh, I will see you in about 10 days. So God bless you, and take care. Thank you. You guys too.